In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Our first reading this weekend comes from the book of Leviticus, which means things of the Levites. As a refresher, the Levites, named for Levi, were the priestly tribe of the twelve tribes of Israel. So much of the book deals with the priesthood, sacrifices, offerings, and purity rituals. We see that on display in our first reading. In those days, a priest was in charge of determining if someone had leprosy or not, and he made the judgment call. This passage gives instructions for what the priest should do, and then also what the leprous person should do when this occurs. The instructions to the leper are harsh. He shall keep his garments rent and his head bare. He shall muffle his beard, and he shall cry out, Unclean! Unclean! All of these actions— Tearing of clothes, the messing up of hair, and the covering of the face are signs of mourning for the dead. Since there was no known cure for leprosy at the time, suffering from leprosy was equivalent to death. Lepers were considered a living dead and had to live outside the boundaries of society. The law had no way to help the leper. It could really only protect everyone else from coming into contact with the leper. The leper's only hope to reverse fortune was for a priest to declare him or her to be clean, and thus reintroduced into society. This is exactly what we see in our gospel this weekend. Lepers were considered the walking dead long before the TV show came out, then curing leprosy was something like raising the dead. And that's exactly what Jesus does here. Our translation at Mass says that Jesus was moved with pity upon seeing the leper. Yet, some other ancient manuscripts say that Jesus was moved with anger. And here we have a common biblical problem. When different manuscripts have conflicting words, some scholars claim that the more puzzling and difficult-to-explain phrase must be older. Otherwise, how could it be justified that someone along the way changed from moved with pity, which is easier to explain, to moved with anger? So here, it's possible that in the older versions of the story, as it was told, Jesus was moved with anger, but then that was changed to moved with pity to soften the expression. So how could we say that Jesus was moved with anger upon seeing the leper? Jesus sees the effect that sin has upon the human race, and it makes him angry. Sin and its effects is antithetical to God, and so he becomes angry at seeing the way sin causes harm to his brothers and sisters. Rounding out our look at the gospel this week, there's some irony here. The leper, who previously had to remain on the outskirts of society, now is brought back into society, and yet Jesus trades places with him. The conclusion of the gospel tells us it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. Sort of like that movie Freaky Friday. The leper and Jesus switch places in a sense, as one now moves about freely, and the other has to lay low on the outskirts. We still have our second reading to delve into as well. Paul is continuing his first letter to the Corinthians, and here he's addressing another particular issue. The Corinthians likely asked him, Hey Paul, what should we do about meat that's been sacrificed to idols? Can we eat it or not? Before the excerpt of our second reading, Paul answers this question by quoting scripture, saying, The earth and its fullness are the Lord's. Therefore, a Christian can, in good conscience, eat any sort of meat, without fear of it being previously sacrificed to idols. 
But he continues, and this is my personal paraphrase, he says that if someone says to you, oh, hey, by the way, that meat you're eating was offered in a sacrifice, then Paul says you shouldn't eat it so as not to cause scandal to others. This gives context for our second reading's opening line. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. If eating meat sacrificed to an idol would lead a brother or sister astray and scandalize him, then don't do it. Avoid giving offense, Paul says, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this Sunday, the sixth Sunday in ordinary time of year B. If Sunday setup helps you better prepare for Sunday Mass, please be sure to spread the word and share this podcast with a friend. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.